from Washington is brought to you by BillionAuto.com, one of the nation's largest automotive websites. And now, Field Director for RCAF USA, Karina Jones on your Ag Network. Hello everyone out there in farm and ranch country. Today's lesson is B is for Brazilian beef and C is for crazy. Being a mom of kids who attend public school and thus eat school lunches, I like to keep an eye on what the USDA is doing with the school lunch program. As a cattle producer, it infuriates me that taxpayer money is being used to purchase beef for our school lunch program from what may be from international origin. Because as we all know, there is no mandatory country of origin labeling laws on beef and pork. The USDA has just posted a rather lengthy proposal rulemaking on the Federal Register where they are soliciting comments on a number of issues regarding school lunch programs. I found Section 13 particularly interesting as it is titled the Buy American section of the proposal. School lunch and breakfast program regulations do not currently require school food authorities to include any Buy American provisions in required document procurement procedures or contracts. However, USDA guidance has strongly advised schools to do it. This proposed rule would require school food authorities to include the Buy American American provision in documented procurement procedures and contracts for foods and food products. My fear is those well-meaning lunchroom managers are going to spend a lot of time looking for an MCOOL label on beef and pork that does not exist. Another proposed rule change seeks to strengthen the Buy American requirement while recognizing that purchasing domestic food products is not always practical for schools. This rulemaking proposes to maintain the current limited exemptions and adding a limit to the money that can be used for non-domestic purchases. To do this, USDA proposes to codify the circumstances which are exempted from the Buy American provision as well as create a new threshold limit for the school food authorities that use these exemptions. Now, the two exemptions USDA proposes to codify will continue to apply when the product is not produced or manufactured in the U.S. in sufficient reasonable available quantities like bananas or the competitive bid reveals that the costs of a U.S. product are significantly higher than the non-domestic product. Now, that one gives me some concern. It looks to me like they're looking to codify their own loopholes to protect their global trading partners. I wonder if USDA Secretary Tom Vilsack will be submitting the comments he shared with All of America just a few weeks ago when he was pressed by lawmakers to stop buying products from JBS and his reply was, removing a firm from government-wide procurement would potentially impair competitive choice for the taxpayer in securing affordable food for the range of needs that the government must provide for from school lunches to meals for our soldiers. I would love to see the USDA just hand the reins over to the local school districts where local parents and school lunch officials can put their heads together to create solutions and most importantly, feed our kids a good meal. That's all for today, folks. I'll see you right back here next week, bringing you the ag news from our nation's capital to this great American radio station. If you're a truck guy, you know what you want. Go to BillionAuto.com where it's easy to find a truck that works as hard as you do. Shop all the major brands from our huge new and used inventory. Plus, our fleet department may be able to offer you additional farmer, rancher, or business owner discounts. If you can't find what you're looking for, get priority access to incoming new inventory by ordering exactly what you want today. Shop nearly 1,000 new and used trucks at BillionAuto.com.